As we come closer to the end of 2021, it's undeniable that Orlando remains a hot location for the real estate market. This is due to its competitive tax rates and lower cost of living compared to other major areas like California and New York. Despite consecutive months of booming sales, Natalie Aerosmith, Orlando Regional Realtor Association President, states, we are seeing the housing market start to level off from its peak, but that doesn't mean it's less competitive. Current market trends show Orlando remains a seller's market. But how can buyers prepare to purchase a home considering the drastic changes in the current Orlando market in the past year? My name is Rose Kemp, your host for today's episode. Today we'll talk about the Orlando housing market with two very prominent industry experts, Vivian Lehman and Jeffrey Fagan. So stay tuned and join the conversation. So we are so excited. Your key to Orlando real estate has some amazing guests here today. And yes, we are discussing the new market updates. Obviously, one of the hottest subjects in 2021, what's going on with our market. I know we did our last uh, topic about the market and, and what was going on back in March. That was six months ago. So here we are today. Uh, consumers want to know, our audience wants to know what is going on. Should I buy or should I not buy? So with that being said, I want to welcome our amazing guests. We have Miss Vivian Lehman here. And we also have Mr. Jeff Fagan. And we'll start off with you, Vivian. Could you please tell our audience about yourself? Okay, so I have been in the business for about 20 years. I'm a broker owner of You Have Realty. I also work with uh, Justin Clark. He's my partner. He's an attorney local to the Central Florida area. And we do a weekly TV show on CBS. And we talk all about real estate. Awesome, awesome, love it. And Mr. Jeff Fagan. My name's Jeff Fagan. I also have been in the industry for about 20 years. I joined Watson Realty Corp in 2002. I've done uh, all aspects of uh, real estate from being a sales associate to a sales manager to a broker to, a, and I'm currently a regional vice president of Watson Realty Corp. I have offices from Vero Beach to Ormond Beach and on the west uh, to Claremont, Kissimmee, and Champions Gate, and offices in between. I have 17 offices, about 500 sales associates that report to my brokers or to myself. Uh, so I, that's what I do for fun. Love it. Extremely, extremely insightful guests, and I'm excited about it. So I am this month's realtor host, Rose Kemp. I am a realtor for the last 21 years. Uh, here in Central Florida, a member of Aura, and I also chair the communications committee here. So I get to do fun stuff like this uh, and create amazing uh, podcasts for consumers out there. So let's go ahead and get started. So uh, our topic again is uh, the current market. And uh, we want to hear a little bit about your opinion, um, what you're seeing out there, what you're experiencing, and, and just, you know, our consumers just want to hear great conversation as to being real. What's the market like for them to understand? So our buyers and sellers need to understand what's going on and not just hear the numbers. So we're going to go ahead and start off with our first question. And that is, what is the biggest challenge you see in the current Orlando market? 
And we can go ahead and start off with Miss Vivian. Hello. Yes, I would say it's the lack of inventory. It's been scary out there, especially if you're a buyer's agent. You're going out there making multiple offers. Vivian, I would agree. Um, the inventory um, has been extremely low all year, really. It started at the end of last year as the lockdowns opened up. The inventory shrunk. Um, the supply side on building materials has depressed to a little bit or somewhat the, the new construction market. Uh, and the demand, as much as anything else, the demand skyrocketed as we came out of the COVID time with the low interest rates. So inventory has been uh, critical all year. I will say it's the, the demand has dampened slightly in the upper end mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. market. Uh, in the less than 350 market, it's still extraordinarily difficult uh, to find housing um, availability. But in the upper end of the market, it's loosened up a little bit, a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I would agree. In your opinion, um, Mr. Jeff Fagan, in your opinion, how would you describe our current housing market and would you consider this a healthy market compared to other markets you've seen in the past? I, I would always consider it a healthy market. It, it is a seller's market in the true sense, meaning there are more buyers looking for houses than there are sellers looking to sell houses. All that said, it's still a healthy market. Um, and I say that because transactions are happening. We are recording an extraordinarily high number of units and volume, and that to me still says healthy. Uh, it doesn't mean that a buyer is gonna be able to make ridiculously low offers, so they're gonna to have to be competitive. Uh, all the more reason to use a realtor um, instead of trying to navigate this by yourself. But this, I do consider it a healthy market, although it is a seller's market. Right, and what's beautiful about this market is the fact that it's both healthy for buyers and sellers because of the interest rates. Right. I mean, that's the key here. We have the low inventory, but at the same time, we've got a demand right. to purchase. And those interest rates are truly extraordinary. I remember, mm -hmm. I'm older than everybody else probably on the podcast, but at the end of the day, my first house was at about 14 or 15% interest. Wow. So, and today... Uh, when I refinanced my house earlier this year, I got two and a quarter percent wow. interest. So relatively speaking, it's a great market. Pretty amazing, actually. Right. I mean, these are 30-year yep. loans. That's right. amazing. Okay, so we'll move on to our next question. Um, let's see, Vivian, uh, many homeowners ask themselves, does my property have a value range and what's the difference? Can you expand on that? So basically, we always will give a value range because more often than not, the seller will come to us and they'll say, well, my neighbor across the street sold for X amount of dollars, you know, price per square foot, and all they're considering is price per square foot. So what will happen is there's a lot of factors. It might be extra improvements. It might be the lot size. It might be that they're golf front or they're on a pond or something. And so what we try to explain is that those values are subjective and an appraiser may or may not give, you know, so, so there's always a range. Mm -hmm. So, so Vivian, when would you say, uh, what is something that you consider when you advise for the seller to list at the highest range? I actually would tell them you can go ahead and go to the higher range because of the, um, the range. I mean, the the appraiser may not appraise it for what they 
asked, but a lot of these buyers are willing to pay the difference. Well, and one of the things to consider, if I can jump mm -hmm, in, please. there's an old adage in real estate, condition to price or price to condition. So if a house is in extraordinary condition, it's generally meaning clean, meaning updated with proper amenities. Uh, it's going to tend toward the higher end of the range per square foot or even exceed it. Um, but all that said, if the house is in poor condition, the likelihood is it's not going to show well and it's not going to command the demand or the price for it. So the range is critical. And then understand, again, and I, I, I sound like a broken record, but all the more reason to use a realtor that understands the local market to properly evaluate a property. Okay, so uh, Jeff, I have a question for you now. Mm -hmm. um, how should a buyer prepare to purchase a home considering the drastic changes in the current Orlando market in the past year? What are, in your opinion, what are the first essential steps? I think the first step is, is to first really fully be aware of what you must have and what you want to have in your mind uh, before you start. And then understand your, that if you are pre-approved, in other words, talk to a, if you do, if you do, will need a mortgage, talk to a mortgage professional so that you understand what it means and what you will have to do. And there are a host of them out there. Um, but at the end of the day, pick one that you trust, preferably a local mortgage professional. An affiliate of the Orlando Regional yeah. Realtor Association. <laughs> Absolutely, because they understand better. Some of the online mortgage providers, there's nothing wrong with them. But all that said, um, we know Orlando. Our local affiliates know Orlando and those relationships help ease a transaction. Absolutely. So for a buyer needs to prepare themselves, they need to understand what they want after they get pre-approved, they then need to pick a realtor that also understands this market, understands the properties, and understands the process of successfully navigating the purchase. Yeah, and one of the things also you've got when you're going to a, a lender to get pre-approved, what you're want to see is that you should start looking at your credit too. Maybe you know there's a lingering $500, you know, uh, hospital claim against your credit. Take care of it. Give yourself that option, you know, a better position to get a better rate, basically. Mm -hmm. Preparation. And, and frankly, the last thing that a buyer should keep in mind, once they're in the process of trying to buy a house, please, please, please don't decide you immediately now need to buy that new truck or oh, buy all absolutely. your furniture because that will change the dynamic of the purchase. So once you make that decision, wait until you've purchased and then do whatever you're going to, for heaven's sakes, don't quit your job mm -hmm. because all those things are critical to this process. It's all forward. about the debt to asset. Absolutely. Let's say you make 10000 a month and your mortgage potentially is 3000 yeah, you can yeah, yeah, you can afford it. But if you've got that car payment or you're paying for your son's car payment or whatever, it's all on your credit and that will impact your rate. Absolutely. And don't co-sign somebody else's loan <laughs> exactly. either, please don't do that. So with, you know, there's a lot of concerns out there with the market and a lot of buyers are asking, should I buy a home in this market? What are your thoughts on that? Who wants to go first? I would say absolutely. Again, it's all about the rate. A lot of a lot of um, 
buyers right now are thinking, oh, it's going to come down. I'm going to wait. But guess what? They're all saying there's a 7% adjustment for next year as far as our values. So if you wait, what's to say your interest rate isn't going to be higher? So you're basically paying for a payment now. Uh That's all you're buying. When I was looking at the market recently, I was because of some appraisal issues, but I took one specific neighborhood. I'm not saying this is true of all neighborhoods, but in a year-over-year comparison, the values in that neighborhood had gone up 18% in a year-over-year comparison. With interest rates where they are right now, I don't think anybody is naive enough to think that we're going to maintain these interest rates at these levels for the next five years. So when is the best time to buy a house? as soon as you can afford it and find what you want. Because the the prices of homes are going to continue to accelerate, although not at these current rates, Mm -hmm. likely. Uh, There will be some softening. But absent a major economic meltdown, which we don't think is going to happen, um, Uh you're better off today, given the inventory situations, to own a home than you are to rent a home. Absolutely. Because rental prices are going up at a faster rate than is appreciation and ownership. Yep. So. I agree. I agree. Okay. So I'm going to, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up. I'm going to ask each one of you a question. Um, the first one will be for Vivian. Why is it important that a seller uses a realtor or works with a realtor to represent them in the sale of their home? As a realtor, I think we're, train professionally to assist a seller in selling their homes. We give them all the tools. We give them the information. In addition, we make sure that every buyer is pre-qualified that walks through your home. If you're going to go for sale by owner, you know, that's great, but you're going to have a lot of strangers walking through your home. Mm -hmm. I'd I'd be scared of that. Absolutely. Uh, And then Jeff, um, Similar question, but regarding a buyer. So why should a buyer uh, work with a realtor and should they interview buyers and what they, what should they look for? I think you want to see a, a realtor that has your, their interest, meaning the buyer's interest at heart. This Yes, realtors make money selling real estate, right? But the best realtors truly bond and develop relationship with their buyer or their seller to try to find out what they really need to get out of this transaction, and not necessarily monetarily. Real estate in buying and selling real estate is an emotional transaction. You want somebody that you can connect with, and you want somebody that's a true professional. There are 200,000 realtors in the state of Florida. There's another 100,000 licensees that aren't realtors. We uphold a code of ethics. We make ourselves responsible to the buyer and the seller and the community and to each other to uphold this profession. There's 100,000 licensees in this state that don't do that. They care about themselves. And again, uh, there's not, not every realtor is perfect, but at the same time we're in here not because of the money as much as it is because this is a calling, this is a passion to help people realize the American dream. I think also what a lot of buyers um, don't understand is that it doesn't cost them anything to have us represent them, especially when you go to a builder. A builder will always stick to their price on the house. And so Mm what will happen is they've already built in our commission Mm -hmm. into that price, and they're not going to negotiate that. Mm -hmm. So 
why wouldn't you have somebody that has your best interests at heart representing yeah. you? And sometimes some builders that, that truly are a single agent, meaning the, the, the site agent, mm -hmm. some, not all, mm -hmm. but the site agent actually is working only for the mm -hmm. developer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can work for the work with the developer mm -hmm. to help the buyer specifically get the things they need in the home and navigate the process. Yeah, representing them. And uh, yes, I, I do definitely believe and, and understand through my own experience that we work with people's um, livelihood. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, whether it's an investment um, and that's their livelihood, that's their nest egg, right? Or they're moving or the school or the, an upgrade, right. a downsize. And I think it's super crucial to have somebody that you feel comfortable with um, that you can connect with, that you communicate well with, uh, and that is a professional realtor and understands your local market. So look for the Orlando Regional Realtor Association website and information out there. Make sure that you're subscribing. Let's make sure everybody subscribes to the podcast. Um, I know we are. We have been celebrating 100 years here at Aura. Um, with that being said, obviously, we all serve as realtors. We serve our communities. Um, but I also want to say a special thank you to Jeff, um, as he is one of our current past presidents uh, in the past couple of years. And I know that you do so much for for our real estate community and for Aura. So thank you so much for being here. And do you have any final words, either one of you, both of you, please? I have one thing. And, and there's people out there, the average person in America might buy five or six homes throughout their lifetime. Um, as in my position, I've overseen likely 30,000 transactions over my career. When they hit my desk, it's not because they went well. So when you see only a handful of transactions in your life, you possibly could get through it without needing a realtor. But I know what happens when it goes bad. And when it goes bad, you need representation. So at the end of the day, uh, sometimes transactions don't go as planned. So please, I would urge all the listeners to look at going out, finding and developing a relationship with a realtor that they trust and that they have faith in and use that realtor for all your real estate needs. Very, very well said. Vivian, thank you for being here today. Thank Any you. parting words from you? Oh, I don't have a lot other than what Jeff said. I, I totally agree that um, a realtor is something that you have to have that relationship of trust with, and um, they're there to help you. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, make sure you all subscribe and get your offices to subscribe and help us help us because we just want to make sure that we continue educating the consumers so that they make the best decisions out there with one of the biggest decisions of their life. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. The most recent market report reflects the median price of an Orlando home sold was worth $318,000, which is an increase of 17.78% compared to the same month last year. Despite the recent average high of an Orlando home, inventory continues to be very limited. Orlando area inventory is down 38.60%, meaning 2,305 fewer homes are available in the market compared to this time last year. In addition, listings are spending an average 
of only 27 days on the market. Due to the demand for Orlando homes slightly decreasing, sales have experienced a decline from 3,999 in August 2021 to 3,789 in September 2021. Overall, sales in September this year also reflect a decrease of 5.25% compared to September of last year. The latest report shows a total inventory of 3,667 and a total of 4,026 listings. Inventory in September of 2021 was 38.6% lower than in September of last year. In general, the housing market continues to keep homeowners and sellers on their toes, making it essential to stay informed and understand when it's the right time to make your move.